Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast series, Finding Your Mantle. I'm your host, Jim Fink. So happy you can join us today. I'm alongside my son, Taylor. Taylor, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, my man. It is great to be serving alongside you. Taylor is taking care of all of the technology and producing the show, doing the things that I don't know how to do, and we are so blessed to have him with us. Taylor, are you set to go today? Yep, we're already ready to go. All right. Taylor, your word's good enough for me, so onward and upward. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for joining us. Our podcast series, again, is called Finding Your Mantle, and today we're going to talk about what we mean by mantle, M-A-N-T-L-E, for those of you with fireplaces and thinking we're going to possibly talk about that structure that sits atop your fireplace where you're in store for a great surprise, a pleasant surprise. We're going to be talking about a different kind of mantle, M-A-N-T-L-E. And to help us through the discussion of that, we will also lean on some scripture today from 2 Kings chapter 2. And then we're going to close out today's episode with some inspirational passages out of the book of Psalms that Taylor will read for us to help get you on your way and fuel for the tank between now and our next episode. So again, today's episode is called Mantle. What do we mean by finding your mantle? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are all blessed. Let's just start there. We are all so blessed because God not only loves us, but he has given us an assignment. He has placed a calling on all of our hearts. And that assignment is, in fact, what we're searching for. In this podcast series, Finding Your Mantle, the mantle is that assignment, discovering that calling that God has given to you to help further and complete his kingdom. Now, when you look around, we know individuals that share similar gifts and talents as ourselves, but each of us is blended very uniquely. God has instilled similar gifts in us as others. However, that blend is unique to each and every one of us. And it takes that special blend in order to fulfill the calling, the assignment that God has given to you to help complete his kingdom. Now, I want you to think for a moment if you say to yourself, wow, I didn't even know I had an assignment. I go to church. I worship with my fellow brothers and sisters. I pray. I'm trying to be a good Christian. There might even be some of you out there saying, well, it's been a long time, Jim, since I've opened up my Bible or even since I've been in church. And no matter where you are in that spectrum, this podcast series is for you because we are going to help you find your mantle because whether or not you've been a practicing Christian for many years, or if you're just getting started, or if you are not even in a relationship right now with God, Each and every one of you in that spectrum still has an assignment that God wants you to fulfill. Part of that assignment is going to be you getting to know God that much better in your journey to find your mantle so that along the way you have developed a dialogue and a relationship with God that's going to inspire you to the point that when you do find your mantle, when you discover that calling and find your assignment, that he wants you to complete and fulfill for his kingdom, you're going to be ready. And this podcast series is going to get you to that point. And also when you find your mantle, we are going to be here to help give you that guidance. Okay, now you found it. What do you need to do with it? So no matter where you are in the spectrum, 
Again, whether you are a practicing Christian today, or if you're someone who is not really attending church, not really in a relationship with God, or you're somewhere in between there, again, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned because our podcast series of Finding Your Mantle is for you. Now, I want you to think about it from this perspective. All of us have at one point in time participated in putting together a puzzle. And if you're like me, I like to hang somewhere around 50 to 100 pieces, something really easy, something quick that I can see come together, feel good about, and then put it back in the box. So I'm usually doing that with my grandson. And again, it's a wonderful feeling whenever you bring that to completion. But some of us enjoy taking it a level or two above that. My grandmother was one of those individuals. She didn't mess around when it came time for her to have her puzzles. She had a card table out in the living room all the time and had a puzzle going. And we're talking at least a thousand pieces in those puzzles or more. And as we would come and visit with her, we would stand around the card table, look for pieces, complete the edge, and then we would work our way in to complete that puzzle and to bring the picture to its fulfillment. Now, when we were done and put that last piece in, there was a celebration. There was a celebration about, hey, look what we did collectively as a community, as a family. And we stepped back and my grandmother would let that completed puzzle on the table for a while. And whenever she felt it was time, she would dismantle it. And then a new puzzle would come out and we'd start the whole process over again. Now, Again, all of us have participated in putting together a puzzle at some point in time throughout our lives. Isn't it disappointing, ladies and gentlemen, when you get the puzzle almost to completion and you see that you have four more pieces you need to get into the puzzle to finish the picture, but you look over to the side and you only have three more stray pieces to put in, meaning you're missing a piece. And when you put those three pieces in and it comes time to search for that last piece and you can't find it, you step back and if it's a thousand piece puzzle, you don't say, wow, those 999 pieces we put together look great. No, you're focused on the missing piece. That's where your eyes are drawn. Now, you may have other puzzles in the house. You can pop a box open and you can search for a piece that looks like it might fit into that open spot. But even if you're fortunate enough to find a piece that fits, the picture is still not going to be right, is it? No, because the piece you pulled from another box is not matching the picture that was intended to be completed with that last missing piece. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't want you to be that missing piece of the puzzle that's coming together that we call God's kingdom. You have a job to fulfill, and only you can fulfill it. Now, someone else might be able to try to do it, but it's not going to be completely right. So again, we want to think of that image, that analogy of the puzzle with the missing piece. God doesn't want you to be that missing piece in his kingdom. He has a job. He has an assignment for you, and he wants you to go search for it. And that's what our podcast series is all about. We want you to go find your calling find that assignment and to take it up and to fulfill it to the best of your ability. God has instilled the gifts in you to do it. 
don't step back and say, whoa, wait a second. What do you mean I have to go find this and then do this? Ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to hit the panic button because as you develop that relationship with God along the way, he is going to show you the path you need to take to get to your mantle, to get to your assignment. And when you get there, he's not going to abandon you. He's going to be there with you and he's going to help you to accomplish what it is that needs to be done for you to fulfill the assignment he has placed on your heart. So ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for stepping alongside us in this podcast series. Coming up, we're going to go to 2 Kings chapter 2 and talk about what we mean by mantle. Stay tuned. So ladies and gentlemen, in our episode today, we are talking about finding your mantle and trying to lay the groundwork on what we mean by mantle. We just got done talking through the fact that the mantle in this reference, in this context, is finding our assignment, finding that calling that God has given to us to go search for it, go get it, find it, and then to fulfill it. Now, let's not for a moment doubt the fact that God could, if he wanted to, just bring the assignment to us. But you see, the beauty of it, ladies and gentlemen, is as we go and search for that assignment, that's the time where we have the opportunity to develop a beautiful relationship with God. And it's not that he's trying to make things difficult with us. He just wants to be in a relationship with us. And developing that relationship along the journey to find your calling, to find your assignment, is part of what God wants. He wants you. He loves you. He wants you. And so as a result, he wants to be in that relationship with you. And that's what you develop on this journey. So it's a win-win situation for you because God is just going to continue to bless you. And it's a win-win situation for God because he has you in his kingdom. So let's talk about 2 Kings chapter 2. We mentioned we were going to go to the Old Testament and talk today about what we mean by finding your mantle. In 2 Kings chapter 2, the chapter begins as follows. Now, when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. So that sets the stage for what we're going to talk about today. Here are two of the most powerful prophets from the Old Testament, Elijah He's in the process of winding down his time. And then we have Elisha, who is really at the point where he's starting to step into the limelight as one of the lead prophets of the day. So Elisha is staying as closely as he can with Elijah because they both know that Elijah is about to go up to heaven. Elijah says to Elisha, I am going from Gilgal to Bethel. You stay here. Elisha says, no, I'm going to go with you from Gilgal to Bethel. Once they get to Bethel, same thing. Elijah says to Elisha, you stay here, but I'm going on to Jericho. Elisha says, no, no, no. Where you go, I go. And so Elisha and Elijah both travel from Bethel on to Jericho. From Jericho, they then travel together back to the Jordan. And there are some very interesting things that happen once they get back to the Jordan. But I want to back up a little bit on this trip. And let's talk about each of these destinations 
along the way, because it's important to look at this through the lens of a transformation that is happening to Elisha. Elijah, he's been the main prophet of the day. Elisha has been coming up through the ranks. I mean, we got to remember Elisha at one point in time was a plowman. And now he is just on the doorstep of being promoted to being a main prophet of the day. But he wants to spend time with Elijah to get that last little bit of knowledge and experience and words of wisdom that he can before that prophet Elijah is taken up into heaven. So they leave Gilgal. Now, why is Gilgal important here? Gilgal, if we look at its biblical meaning, is separation from. As Elisha is traveling with Elijah, Elisha again is going through a transformation. So when we think of leaving Gilgal, that Gilgal means separation from. Elisha is separating from his old self. He's starting that transformation process. As we go on our path to find our mantle, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to begin a transformation process. I mentioned a few minutes ago about the importance of the relationship with the, you know, whenever we think about the relationship we have with God, that relationship that we have with God, we are going to leave our old self and eventually step into a brand new person. So in that process, we are need to separate ourselves from Gilgal. So as we separate our, from ourselves again, and we leave our Gilgal, we leave ourselves. This is a an opportunity for us to begin our transformation process as we take that journey of finding our mantles. Now they then went on to Bethel. So what is important about Bethel? Bethel in this situation. Ladies and gentlemen, you might remember Bethel was where there were some important events that took place in Jacob's life. And Bethel takes on a biblical meaning as the presence of God. And so with the presence of God, they're leaving Gilgal. And as they're leaving Gilgal, they are headed to Bethel. So they're separating themselves from themselves. Primarily, this is Elisha separating himself from himself. And then he is stepping closer into that presence with God. And that's what we do whenever we go on this journey. We go on this journey from where we are today to finding our mantle. We are separating from ourselves because we're becoming someone new. We are transforming on this journey. And we are stepping ever so closer into the presence of God. Now, when we think of Jericho, what is the importance of Jericho? Well, Jericho, we remember what happened when Joshua finally got the Israelites across the Jordan and into the promised land. Jericho was where, if you recall, they marched around the city, around that massive wall for six days. And then finally, on the seventh day, when they marched around it, the seventh time going around that massive wall, they made the noise and down came the walls. And that was a demonstration of the faith that the Israelites had in God to be with them, because otherwise they were not going to be able to defeat the inhabitants of Jericho. But through their faith with God, listening to him and doing what he wanted them to do, that walk of faith brought them to victory. 
So Elijah and Elisha are traveling on to Jericho. And we think of Elisha's transformation through this, again, from Gilgal, he's separated from himself. Starting that transformation at Bethel, he was stepping into a closer presence with God. Now at Jericho, he's demonstrated that he is ready for this walk, for this walk in faith that he's going to take as a lead prophet once Elijah goes up into heaven. They then leave Jericho and head to the Jordan. And of course, the Jordan with the water, what are we thinking of? You got it. Baptism. The final consummation of the change, the transformation. We need to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as we are finding our mantles and we start out on our journey, we begin to separate or leave our old selves behind as we are walking closer and closer with God on this journey. We are demonstrating our faith in him as we are stepping out and we are walking with him toward this assignment to find our calling that he wants us to take up and to fulfill. And once we find that assignment and complete it, there is the consummation of our contribution to his beautiful kingdom. And again, when we think of this journey that Elijah and Elisha made, it is very similar to us going and searching for our mantles. I mean, we have to keep in mind that Elisha actually found exactly what he wanted. By the time he got back to the Jordan with Elijah, it was not long thereafter that Elijah was actually taken up into heaven on a chariot of fire. But Elisha, you remember, picked up Elijah's what? Picked up his mantle. You got it. He rolled it up, went back to the Jordan and struck the Jordan with the mantle, just as Elijah had done before the two of them crossed over when they had gotten back to the Jordan. So you can see that the torch had been passed, that Elijah had picked up this mantle. He had picked up his assignment. He was now stepping forward to fulfill everything that God wanted him to do. And you remember right before Elijah went up into heaven on that chariot of fire, they were having a conversation. And Elisha asked, Elisha was asked by Elijah, ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, I pray you, let me inherit a double share of your spirit. A double share. And it wasn't as though Elisha was being greedy and saying, I want twice as much as you want. No, he was just hungry to do God's work. And as we go searching for our mantles, we are going to be ever so hungry to do the work that God has in store for us to help fulfill his kingdom. And if someone is willing to bless us and give us twice the blessing, let's take it, ladies and gentlemen. If we go out there and we're searching for one assignment and we find we have two or maybe three or more assignments, let's gather them up and let's be excited about that. Let's give thanks and praise to God for having the faith in us to go and do this work for him to fulfill his kingdom. So again, as we go into this podcast series of finding your mantle, we have an idea now what we mean by mantle. It's not necessarily the physical cloak or mantle that they would wear back then or the object that Elisha picked up off the ground. Your mantle, ladies and gentlemen, can be something completely different. It might be something physical, it could be something intangible, but nonetheless, it's something important for you to find as you go and search for that assignment that God has placed on your heart.
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been ever so exciting to bring you today's episode of Finding Your Mantle. Our podcast series is an opportunity for you to know how to go about searching for your mantle. A lot of information coming your way today. First and foremost, knowing that you have a job out there to be done. Some of you might be surprised at that. Some of you might already be in search of your assignments or your mantles, and others of you may have already found them and already be engaged with them. And no matter where you are in that spectrum, we are so grateful that you are with us. If you are someone who has actually found your assignment and are already working with it, be an inspiration for the rest of us and let the folks know around you the importance of going and finding those assignments and the feeling that you get whenever you fulfill that and the importance that it is to help complete and usher in God's kingdom. Now, as we are preparing to wind down today's episode, we don't want to leave you without something special that you can take with you between now and our next episode. We want to put some fuel in your tank, don't we, Taylor? We want to make sure that these folks are pumped and ready to go. Yes, we do. All right. So, no, we're not going to be distributing to everyone listening Red Bull or Mountain Dew or any of those powerful energy drinks that people consume these days. Instead, we have something a lot better, don't we, Taylor? We sure do. Okay. Taylor's going to read for us today some inspiration. And Taylor, what are you reading out of today? Uh, We're at the beginning of the book of Psalms, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Uh, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by this by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does he prospers amen well i love that last word taylor prosper and when we're in the company of our almighty father god that's in fact what we do don't we Mm -hmm. we prosper we prosper and i love the imagery in that passage too about being by the streams of the water, just like our story today, being by the River Jordan, and the wonderful things that can come about just by the nourishment and the flow of being near the river and that opportunity to grow. That was beautiful, Taylor. Thank you very much for sharing that with us, my friend. You're welcome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring our episode to a conclusion today. We thank you very much for joining us on this podcast series, Finding Your Mantle. We look forward to bringing you a podcast episode every other week. So twice a month, we're going to push an episode out. And we look forward to you continuing to tap in and tune in to what it is that we're offering here in this podcast series. So as we part, ladies and gentlemen, allow us to say a brief word of prayer to your Heavenly Father. We are so blessed, so blessed for this opportunity. Lord, to be walking together, locking arms as we all go out to search for our mantles, to search for those assignments and callings that you've given to us. God, we are so blessed that you have instilled in us the opportunity and the ability to do what it is you would have us do. And we thank you for your blessings, God. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your forgiveness, everything you give to us each and every day. Help us to fulfill what it means, Lord, for us to do our part 
to usher in and complete your kingdom. It's in your name we do pray. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, we look forward again to talking with you soon. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing to those around you. Take care.